0: obsessed with all things ovine, there is seriously something about sheep and always something new to learn about keeping, breeding and farming them. Welcome to the Sheep Show podcast. I'm Jill Noble from Holston Valley Farm and Sheep Stud and your host. The Sheep Show podcast exists to help you no matter where you are in the world, what sheep you breed, what size your flock is, This podcast will help your sheep knowledge and your shepherding confidence grow. And it's a two-way street. I love to hear from you and find out how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email jill at halstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Come along on this episode as we explore the amazing world of sheep and sheep farming together. Flush my use for breathing. How do I do that? What is it? First of all, flushing is quite a sort of a short-term thing that we might do, and it really focuses on creating a, an increase in nutrition. We often call it a rising plane of nutrition, which means they're on good food for nutrition, and they go to great food or nutrition. Yeah, and it can be a really hard thing. To sort of master and manage, but what happens is that it results in a direct increase in ovulation rate and then subsequently lambing rate. So it doesn't change the the u in terms of the u's composition. Very very short term, and it's a very minimal increase in nutrition at breeding time. So it basically flushes eggs. Yeah. So. What can happen is even just as little as a a small amount of grain or protein pellets, for example, per head per day, or just moving your to higher quality pasture, um, you know, can have a positive impact. Now, you do need to be aware that there are some pastures that have a negative impact. So um, some lucerne, some clover can have a negative impact, but most quality pasture will actually have a positive impact. Um, What can really happen is if your ewes uh, are already at a low to intermediate body condition score. So low to intermediate would be somewhere like a two to three, yeah? Body condition score, they're not terribly skinny, but they're not a four or five. So there's no point trying to flush a U that's at a four or five. They're already, you know, at optimum. And it's going to be very, very difficult to push and use a flushing effect. So ideally we want our U's to be joined at a three and a half. That would be ideal. And if they're at a three, you can get them to a three and a half in that particular time frame. then that would be amazing for your U's. And, how much percentage could it actually impact? The lambing rate could be increased by up to 12% in the lower end of use, so lower body condition score, and up to maybe 5 6% in good condition. So twos can go up to you know 12% and threes, three and a halves already can get an increase in five. So, again, you've got to be aware of how much increase Um, fat ewes don't respond generally at all to flushing so there's no point no point doing it they're already flat other thing to think about would be i I think this is quite obvious but mature ewes ewes that have that have lambed before they will respond better than our maiden ewes Um, and also it works better if we are trying to breed early and late in the breeding season so depending on the time of year if you want to try and sort of you know get them going that can definitely help how much time do we actually need two weeks prior to breeding and then two to three weeks into the breeding season so you do have to do it for a reasonable length of time um however there has been some research which suggests even just one day prior to breeding can make a difference. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? But again, how do you know when your you is actually going to cycle and get pregnant? We don't actually know. So because we don't actually know, then we need to think about recommending flushing through one of those 17-day cycles that your yous, actually that estrus cycle that your yous go through. So that is really what you're wanting to aim for, what you're wanting to, to go for. Now, of course, bear in mind with flushing that you can get an increase in lambing percentage, but you can also get an increase in triplets. And you may not want that. Yeah. You may not want that because, oh, they sound so amazing and they sound so good and triplets, triplets, triplets. But if you've ever had them and you've seen the impact that triplets can have, some used do fine, but some use do not. So it's really, it's really, really um, challenging. Now, of course, you've got to obviously got to weigh up the cost as well. So how cost effective would it be? How much time effort are you going to have to put in to get that extra feed on the ground to those youth? If you've got good quality pasture, job's done, yeah? And this is where, again, paddock management, paddock planning, paddock preparation can really, really, really help. Um, so uh, that's really what we want to really think about yeah so again, really thinking about then our use in that sweet spot, they're going to respond quite well to the flushing um as much as we possibly can, so those are the ones to really really focus on uh if, if you can if you if you're um if you're at a at a situation where you could actually do it as well yeah so um anything that will um, increase that body condition score by just a half yeah if they're in that sort of already in that sort of you know okay to good range that's where you're going to get the result so this really gets us thinking I think there's a sort of a bit before this really in, in terms of I find anyway in your use being on sort of maintenance rations yeah so I like to have my ewes and uh, not on, you uh, know, e- e- not on amazing feed beforehand, and not overly fat beforehand. Good condition, but they really, because they're dry ewes from post weaning, from weaning to joining, they're in that dry ewe stage. They really don't don't have very much demands on their body. They're not lactating they're not getting pregnant they're not flushing you know they're for us they shed their wool, but chances are for you they might be growing wool, but generally wool is associated with poor quality feed anyway better quality wool that is so just bear that in mind in terms of when what are you doing before you actually get them to be flushed or flush those eggs? what's the situation that they're in? Are they on perfect feed or um for me, one of the things I like to make sure of is just there's just even if the feed is good, there's a, a higher competition. Yeah. So there might be 120, 140, 150 ewes all together in one paddock, lots of competition. Then when I take them out to go with a the ram, there's 40 or 50. So less competition, pastures better then that can also mean that that creates a flushing effect. That's generally how I tend to do it. Um, so competition, good grass and competition, good grass or a better grass and less competition. And then I find they're able to eat more. Yeah, they're able to sort of stay in that paddock a little bit longer and then that can actually freely help them uh, to flush. And, of course, all we're wanting to do is just have that slight increase in their body condition score and all we're wanting to do is get that slight increase potentially in their percentage of that lambing percentage as well. So more twins. That's really what we're wanting, to get more twins. It's not necessary to go crazy or whatever it might be, but really thinking about can I manage that nutritional value or that? Food on offer feed on offer, so that we can perhaps really help uh, help with that as well. Are oh, those little things that can make a difference um uh is the the temperature yeah so it, it generally we're we and probably you two are are joining mating in autumn or fall if it's in the u s you often call it fall. So you got to think about what temperature, how hot is it. If it's too hot, that can impact as well. So that can have an impact, particularly for our rams working really hard. They need a lot more nutrition. They need a lot more um, a feed to be able to do the running around. And this is where a ram going in, he's, he's not overly fat, but he's just a little bit on the pudgy side. He will knock that off him quite a lot when he's, uh, when he's doing his job. So all those sorts of things. The other thing that this nutritional value impacts is the early embryonic health of that particular animal. Yeah. So if we increase the the, the rising plane of nutrition, then that will reduce early embryotic death. Yeah, so we're going to have more pregnancies that actually stay or less losses, less of those sort of early term or early stage abortions in our use. And, of course, that can be quite useful or quite um, effective because we want to have them, because they may cycle again in that sort of period, but there's a bit of pressure on that particular animal. And if we get them in that first cycle, and they're flushed, they'll have twins, and they'll have early twins. That's good. Yeah, that's really, really good. So keep it simple, I think, is my technique. Try, I, I generally use just grass as much as I possibly can. Um, crying to think about the fact that my rams go in, my ewes are on a rising plane of nutrition, they've been on better nutrition, and now they're going in the smaller flock numbers, even better nutrition. And that can really, yeah, that can really help. And then also thinking about that embryonic attachment to the uterine wall. So hence re- in that first 30 days of conception um, that can shorten, that can reduce that um, early stage termination. And also of course if we get our ewes bred or mated or joined in the first 21 days, then that can actually mean that shortens our lambing window as well. So lots of things there for us to think about, lots of things there for us to sort of bear in mind and constantly thinking about that increase in, in, um, in nutrition. Obviously, even though our maiden ewes aren't necessarily going to be reacting to the flushing, they do need a rising plane of nutrition as well, particularly with that embryonic uh, take Yeah, that embryonic sort of connection there and attachment. So to that, that would really help with our maiden use as well. So really thinking about that overall impact that that rising plane of nutrition has at the joining stage and how crucial it actually is. Um, And again, if you haven't started to body condition score your use, or don't have a technique to do that, check out some of the previous episodes on body condition score. There's tons of research online, tons of um, techniques online as well. And that can be really useful for you so that you're constantly getting your hands on your use and really knowing what you're feeling. Um, It's definitely one of the things I do anytime I have anyone come to the farm, no matter what age they are, it's one of the things that I really encourage them to do. Get their hands on that um, short rib backbone area Um, and to assess the condition score because that is a huge tool both in terms of making decisions here at joining but also when we are sending animals off to the market. So if you're producing meat, then you really want to make sure that the condition, not just the weight but the condition, is is on that uh, that particular animal. So it's a really, really good technique to, to use as well. So, there you go. Increasing your lambing percentage. What does that mean for us? Why would we actually want to do this? It does increase profitability of your flock. Yeah. And of course, if we can shorten that window, that lambing window, everyone wins. Yeah. You get more sleep at night. And if you're anything like me, your husband doesn't say, when is lambing ever going to be over? I want to see my wife again. So, all. Good things come from effective sheep management, including sustainability of marriages. Happy joining everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sheep Show podcast. Please take a moment to share this episode via your podcast app, email or social media channels. Each share helps us reach listeners just like you who can benefit from our sheep-focused content. Let me know how your sheep journey is going. Contact me via Instagram at Halston Valley Farm or via email, Jill at holstonvalleyfarm.com.au. Until next time, sheep well.